Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Can I pass it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah 53, 4 to 6. Isaiah 53, 53, 4 to 6. Isaiah 53, 4 to 6. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Today's topic is what? What's today's topic? Give me a flyer. What's today's topic? A new life of possibilities. Alright? Once we go, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our, our sorrows. sorrows. No, no, no. I'll, let, let me, I'll let you know what you told me, okay? Just be on standby. Is this noise? Is it me? Okay. Okay. Let me talk, mute that mic. When it's time, you put it on. Yeah. Okay. Once we go, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we what? Esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. Verse 5, but was what? Wounded for our transgressions. It was what? Bruised for our iniquities. The what? Of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Okay, verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Hallelujah. So, he bore our griefs, okay? Uh, the griefs there is sicknesses, okay? Our infirmities, our issues. Jesus bore our sicknesses, all right? He what? Carried our sorrows, okay? People saw him and said, this guy, God is punishing him. This false prophet. Yeah, God is showing him, okay? So, people looked at him and, and, and thought he was stricken and smitten by God, all right? But was what? Wounded for our transgressions. Bruised for our iniquities, okay? Depending for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All right? God has put upon him the iniquity of all souls. So this is the idea that what he did on the cross, you know, in his burial and resurrection was all about us. Okay? He was wounded for our iniquity. So it was all about us. He bore our griefs. He took all that on himself. Hallelujah. God put on him the sins of us all. So, if God put on him your sins, what does it mean? What does it mean to you? I no longer have my sins. Do you understand? That's the idea. That God put your sins upon him. What you should pay for, God put, can we sit, can we sit down? There's too, many, too much movement, alright? Hallelujah. Silas, find a seat. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you. All right. So God put on him our sins. He put on him our pains. He put on him our, our, our transgressions. So that if, if, if God took it from you and put on him, it means you have no right to it any longer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he took your place so that we can take his place. Romans 6, 1 to 4. Romans 6, 1 to 4. Romans 6, 1 to 4. 
The idea is that you must see yourself in all that Christ did. All right? You must see yourself in all that he did. Because all he did, he did in your place. So you must see yourself in all he did. Okay? If he died to sin, you also died to sin. You get my point here? You must see yourself in all he did. Okay? Romans 6, 1 to 4. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may what? Abound. Verse 2. Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Verse 3. Yeah. Also, we're baptized into Christ. We're baptized into his death. Okay? Verse 4. Therefore, we were buried with him baptism into death. Just as Christ raised from the dead by God the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So, this is the idea. Okay? So God put on him our sins. All right? So that when he died with sin, he died to sin. All right? Hallelujah. He didn't sin on his own, okay? He didn't sin. Okay? But God put on him our sins. So he died a sinner with our sins. Not that he sinned his own sins, okay? But he carried our own sins and died with our sins. All right? And he was buried. But he didn't stay, hallelujah. He rose again, okay? And in, in writing again, he came out with a brand new life so that we also live in newness of life. So, when he died, I what? I died with him. When he died to sin, I in him died to sin. Hallelujah. And he was buried. Okay? So that I was buried with him. The baptism that we have is a symbol of this thing that happened. Okay? It's a symbol of it, okay? That he died, he was buried, and then he rose up again in new life. Hallelujah. So that we also will walk in what? In newness of life. So that the one that died, it's not the same, it's not the same way that I rose again. The way he died is not how he rose. He died with sin. Rose up again with a brand new life. So that me also, okay, I died to sin. Hallelujah. I died with my sins. So that when I got up from the grave with Christ, okay, the me that rose up came up with a new life. So my life of sin is now in my past. Hallelujah. My life of weakness, of infirmity, is now in my past. One of the days where I could not live right, I would try and fail. Gone were the days. But now I am washed. Hallelujah. I am sanctified. I am what? Justified in the name of Jesus and by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. You know, again, I, I remember trying, trying to live right as an unbeliever. I, I remember trying. I remember I could never, I could never try past 12, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Amen. What was there before? Again, I tell myself, you know, this morning, no, it was on Sunday after church in school, that this week, I will not lie. I will not do clinical, clinical, but it's a lie. That afternoon. It's that afternoon gone, gone. Okay? So I, I, know, I know what it means to try and to fail. But now, that old me died. The one that could not live right, he has died. This one can live right. Hallelujah. Sin has no hold on this new me. Why? I died with Christ. Okay? I was buried and I came back up with him in newness of life. So, we are meant to see ourselves in the process. In his death, in his burial and resurrection. So that when I got saved... Okay, I became identified with him. I became identified with him. I became one with him in all he did. You know, in the spirit there is timelessness. In the spirit there is timelessness. Okay, so when he did all that, he did it for me. Okay, so that when I said yes to him, all he did became like I did it also. It was put in my account. 
You understand? So when I said yes to Christ, when he died, I died with him. I was buried, I was buried with him. When I rose up again, I rose up with him. Hallelujah. So that, so that you see your life in union with God. Galatians 2.20. Galatians 2.20. Galatians 2.20. So that when sin comes knocking at your door, saying you, you cannot say no, tell him, I died with Christ. That's me you're talking about. The dead guy no longer lives. This new one will match it or sin. Atekpa. Amen. Our mommy's church. Kiniko, Kiniko, Ogun, Atekpa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Once you go, I've been what? Crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. Do you see that? This is, this is some interesting stuff. That means you know, died with Christ. It's no, that one you know, it's no longer I who live. That one that could, always, that, that could not try, that just try and fail. That had no hope, no vision, no future. That one that they said, you, where are you going to? You. Who knows you? That one, crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live. But what? But Christ lives in me. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says what? And the life which I now live in the flesh. This, this life you are seeing now, I live by faith in the what? Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So this new life I have now, I live by faith in Christ. I live in Jesus now. This new life is an in Christ life. This new life is a one with Christ's life. Hallelujah. This life I live now is Christ. Colossians 2.12. Colossians 2.12. Colossians 2.12. Colossians... They are fun now. Have you heard this thing before? Colossians 2.12. I stole you my phone. <laughs> Once you go, buried with him in baptism, or wait, buried with him for which baptism is a sign. Okay? For which baptism is a sign. Okay? In which we are also raised with him through faith in the working of God, raised from the dead. Now, we were raised with him, raised in union with him, raised together, raised fasting together with him. Are you getting my point here? That when we rose from the grave, we were raised in, in oneness with Christ. So that me and Christ now, we are bodies. Not just mere bodies, we are united, we are one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, we'll see it further. Colossians 3, 1 to 4. I was raised with him. Hallelujah. Colossians 3, 1 to 4. Colossians 3, 1 to 4. Once you go together, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is. This is the right of God. It says, if you're raised with Christ, put your eyes on where Christ is. What does that mean? He's saying Christ is your reality. So put your eyes on your reality. That where I am is with Christ. So I should fix my gaze on in Christ. On what being, what, what being in Christ means. Do you understand? That should be where my eyes are. Not on my issues or the temptations or the fears or the guilt sometimes, hallelujah, or the doubts. Someone said, I got born again two weeks ago, or two months ago, or three years ago, but I still make some mistakes. He said, Put up, lift up your eyes, and seek to which are above. Put your eyes where Christ is, at God's right hand. Meaning, take your eyes off the fears of failure, off the fear of, of, the fear of sin and temptation and addictions. Take your eyes off those things, and put your eyes on Jesus. That what you see is what you become. So, 
If my eyes are well trained to look at Jesus, I will see me. And when I see him, what does the Bible say? I will be like him. So the trick to walking in the earth of life is to put my eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. All right? Verse 2. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Stop looking at yourself as mere men. Stop, you know, stop measuring yourself by things on the earth. Don't let what they fear make you afraid also. Don't be, weak. Don't be where they are weak. Set your own mind on things above, because above is where you are from. It's where you are. I'm an above person. I live above. That's where I'm born. I was born again into above. This is where I live. Someone took us at the devil and the demon asked him, where do you, where do you stand? The demon said, I'm standing on my two, on my two feet. <laughs> no. I'm in Christ. I didn't, I'm not standing. I'm seated with Christ. It's not a struggle. I'm comfortable. I'm seated. Hallelujah. I was born above. I live above. This new me was born no, above. I live above. So I must see myself as an above person. Above mentality. And above reasoning. When fear comes, I tell fear, I live above. When doubt comes, I tell doubt, I live above. When they say, people fail here, I know people fail there. Me, I'm above. Hallelujah. All right? Verse 3. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. I died. Motikuri, amen? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I died. That old me they know died. Yeah. So sometimes this old guy likes to disguise in your new life. Giving you ideas. Oga, 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 old guy, old guy, I died. Old guy, I died. Hallelujah. And my life, this new one, is what? Eating. In Christ. With Christ in God. Two factor authentication. Okay? Eating with Christ. In God. Yeah. Eating. As in eating. Meaning that. You cannot search me out. Yes, sir. You can't, you can't, you can't approach me. Yes. I am eating yes, sir. with Christ yes, sir. in God. So this new life is a with Christ life. Is a in Christ life, with Christ life, by Christ life. Is a in, through, with, by Christ life. So what I can do is what Christ can do. Because I'm doing it in, with, through, by Christ. I see the epistles you see all, all over. In Christ, through womb, by womb, for womb, uh, talking about me. In womb, through womb, by womb. Just saying that this new life oh, is a Christ life. Hallelujah. Woo. Verse 4. Look at this. Verse 4. Verse 4. See, when Christ, who is what? Your life appears. Yeah. Christ is my life. Hallelujah. When Christ, who is your life? So my life is Christ. My life is Christ. My life is Christ. So what you should be doing is every time, look at Christ and see yourself. When those pains lay hold of you, and you're wondering, how do I get up? My life is written in Christ and in God. Hallelujah. When they say, who will help you? You have so and so big plans. Where you want to see the money? My life is eating with Christ in God. 
My life is Christ. My dreams are Christ. We are dreaming together. We are co-dreamers. Amen. We are what? Co-dreamers. So only what can stop him can stop a man in Christ. When I face an issue, it's not just to lie in face in it. It's to lose in Christ, with Christ, by Christ. In fact, it's to lose Christ. Yeah. I don't come alone. I'm with Christ. I'm with Christ. I'm with Christ. I'm with Christ. All right? Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 6, 17. 1 Corinthians 6, 17. God would have these things born into our memory in Christ. Look at this. But he who is joined to the Lord is what? Is one spirit with him. Hallelujah. So the life I now live, Philosophy 21, the life I now live is Christ. He said, for me to live is Christ. The life I now live is Christ. So we share realities. What is Christ is mine. Why? I am in him. I am for him. I am through him. I live by him. So we share realities. I am in him. I am as he is. He is my life. You know, many times, I felt that our life in Christ, they are so real. Even though they are real, even though we don't feel it, they are so real. And how they can be turned up at, at a moment's notice. You know, I, I just... I just, I just start laughing, rejoicing. I'm like, you know, I'm not in the mood, but my spirit is always in the mood. So I just start rejoicing. Why? You get, it's, it's real. It's real. So I only have to learn to yield to it. You understand? It's real. Only, but then I was not in the mood. But now I'm in the mood. And because it was always real. The joy was always real. Hallelujah. The things as in Christ are so real. The power, the authority is so real. If I tell the demon right now, out. Not because not I, I feel powerful. Because my authority in Christ is real. I don't have to feel anything. It's just, <laughs> it's real. I mean, I know it's real. The devil knows it's real. So the out is out. Why? These things are always real. It's not a feeling thing. Are you getting me? If I was now, you'd be slapping to pain you. Because it's real. Slap is real. Amen. Hallelujah. Should we try? No. You know we don't see the wind, but we can see the effect. Yeah. All right? So these things are real. Now we share realities. Okay? okay? He's, he's the firstborn. Colossians 1.18. He's the firstborn from the dead. Firstborn from the dead. Firstborn there means prototype. Okay? A model of which the rest are like. Again, it's like going to the farm saying, I want to buy potato from a farmer. And the guy says, I tell the guy, give me an example. And he brings one sample from the, from, the, from the bag and says, this is how my potato looks like. Meaning that this one, this one I showed you now is how the rest are like. Amen. Yeah. Like you're selling, you're making cars, okay? So you, you sell cars, you, are, you made, you know, 200 pieces to sell. Someone says, I want to buy 100. And you show a person one car. This is how my cars are like. So if you can see one, one piece of a Mercedes Benz, you know, 2018, 2022, you know, C-class, E-class, anyone want to buy, Okay. If you see one of it, you are seeing how the rest are like. Amen. So I don't, I don't do want to test every kind in the, in the yard to know how, how the best are. If I test one, I've seen how the rest are like. So Christ being our model, our prototype, is how the rest are like. So the idea is that if I pick 
any believer, I should see Christ. Hallelujah. So, if you, that's what you can do. Look at what Christ can do. He is your model. He is the firstborn from the dead. Okay? Hallelujah. So, we are, we are with him joint heirs. Heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. Romans 8, 16, 17. Romans 8, 16, 17. Romans 8, 16 to 17. Romans 8, 16 to 17. Once you go, the Spirit Himself bears that our spirit. That we are about children of God. Verse 17. And if we are children, then we are what? Heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Even to suffer with Him, then also be glorified together. Now, if this suffer here is not saying new suffer. Again, when he died, we died with him. So this suffering, we did it with him. So also, we have been glorified together, raised with him together. So if we really died with him, we are also raised glorified with him so that we are now heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Joint heir means what you, can, what you have, I have also. Lawyers, right? Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I'm joint heirs with Christ. As of what? The kingdom. What Christ can do, I can do also. Why? I am with him, in him. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Okay? So, that Christ was from the dead means also that believer in Christ, in order to condemn with a new life, okay, with, and with a new body, it means also that the believer that sleeps in Christ, or that, you know, people call it die, okay? But Bible calls many times sleeps in Christ, okay? That we we'll live again. That death was not the end. That death for us is not the end. Hallelujah. Because he lives, I will live also. I live and I will live forever. So when a believer dies, before rapture, okay, his body goes to the grave, his spirit goes to be with God. Amen. And when Christ comes on that great day, what will happen? The dead in Christ will rise first and meet him with their new bodies. And we that are alive will also have our new bodies and meet them in the air and will forever be with Christ. So that death for us is not the end. So that you know that your loved ones are not gone forever. They're not just, you know, just died and left. No. Right now, if they were in Christ, they are alive with Christ. And their bodies will live again. Now, this new body is not somebody that can, that can be sick again. The new body, you know, is a glorified body, raised incorruptible. Hallelujah. So for us, death is not the end. You know what? Even for all of mankind, death is not the end. Death is not the end. If, that, amen? People just think, I'll just do anything I want, you know, and I'll just, death is not the end. Everybody will live again. Okay? Some will live with God in heaven. Some will live in hell forever. Hallelujah. So death is not so 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 knowing that we ought to be careful how we live our lives on the earth. Knowing that death, there's no escape. Death is not the end. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So this new life we have now has dominion over sin, has dominion over sin. So now you can actually not sin. You can do without falling into sin. You can. The Bible says you can. So yes, you can. Sin no longer has any hold on you. 
It's now you that can, you, that can choose to sin. Amen. Are we, are we, I'm going to agree to ourselves this morning that when you sin, it's you that did it. Amen. I could have stopped it also. Do we agree? Say it with your chest, you could have stopped it. Uh-huh. The man in Christ is not, is not forced into sin. If you sin now, you sinned. You made yourself do it. Hallelujah. So it means that right now in Christ, you have power over sin. Romans 6. Let's watch Romans 6. Let's go to 11. Romans 6. Lift up your heads. Oh, ye gates. This one is blowing away. It's just wasting. <laughs> okay. Hallelujah. All right. Let's go to Romans 6. Let's start from verse 7. From verse 7. Romans 6, verse 7. Are we there? For he who has died has been freed from sin. Okay? Verse 8. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Okay? Verse 9. Knowing that Christ, having raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. Verse 10. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all. Okay? But the life that he lives, he lives to God. 11. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves. Look at this. The idea is this, okay? When you see what Christ has done and who Christ is, now reckon yourself. Meaning, put yourself in Christ's place. Hallelujah. Put yourself in Christ's place. Whatever you see Christ do, put yourself in that place. That's why Christ raised and told those believers, go also and raise the dead. He's saying, what I do, put yourself in my place. So if I die to sin, as long as, long as, as any power over me, likewise you also put yourself in that place as those who have died to sin. Hallelujah. Look at this. Okay, want to go. Likewise you also, what do you do? Recon yourself to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Go on. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in its lust. See? Therefore, because you have died to sin, now you can choose not to allow sin reign over you. Hallelujah. You have to agree with this. This is how you live above sin. By reckoning yourself as one who has died to sin. Not a struggler with sin. Not one, not one who is trying not to sin, but as one who has crossed from death to life. Hallelujah. Reckon yourself. Put your mind on these things. You have to let it, let, let it saturate all your thinking. I am one who has died to sin. So when I feel tempted, I remind myself, that's not to learn any. This one is righteous. I do, I do it a lot. To learn any, you are righteous. You are righteous. You are holy. You are different. You don't do that. Amen. This is between me and myself. Conversation. Okay? I'm righteous. I reckon myself. We all get tempted. Amen. If like fast you break. Well, if when you break the fast, you will come back and you'll be tempted. Even so, why fasting? They get tempted. Amen. Amen. So we all the same way must what? Reckon ourselves. 
Hallelujah. All right, let's go on. Yeah, verse 12. Verse 13. And do not what? Present your members as what? Of a righteousness to sin. But what? Present yourself to God as being alive from the dead and your members as... He's saying that now you have the control. That your body, your mind is now in your control. It's now in your spirit's control. So that you, you no longer fall to sin. Okay? You no longer stop giving yourself to sin. But now you give yourself to God. You do the giving. God will not force you not to sin. It is you, because now you've been empathic above sin, that will now yield yourself to righteousness. It's a conscious choice. Now I'm righteous, so I live righteously. Now I'm holy, so I live holy. Amen? In holiness. Hallelujah. It's a choice. He says you present your members to God. You, because you can't do it. Hallelujah. Verse 14. Look at this. For sin shall not what dominion over you, but not under the law, but under grace. Hallelujah. So Christ gave, gave sin a defeating blow, all right? So that sin no longer has any hold on the believer. It's why the man in Christ ought to be the best behaved. Amen. He ought to be the best behaved, the best in love, the best in behavior, best in morality. In moral, not immorality, best in moral, best in morality. There has to be a difference between us and the world in how we love and how we care. There has, there has to be a difference. Hallelujah. Don't waste God's grace living, living like them. There has to be a difference. And it's up to you now to agree with God and give God your members, your body, yield your bodies to Him. Amen. No, 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 the issue is that we know some of us we struggle with our, our mind's previous content. Amen. Your spirit got saved. Your mind did not get saved. So you have to renew your mind with God's word. Most are struggling with our mind's bad behavior. That love of the word is still in that mind. What should, what should you now do? You, born again spirit, renew your mind with God's word consciously. Again, these are conscious choices that you must every time make. It's a daily choice to renew your mind. How do you your mind? Put in good content from God's word. Take out bad content by avoiding bad content. The mind is a, is a, is a proper memory card. It doesn't wipe off easily. What do you do? You just push it back. <laughs> you just put it, you get my point here. See, what, the things I learned when I was, a, when I was a, an unbeliever, those songs, are, those songs are still there. Songs I learned in the early 2000s. They are still there. I can still rap those raps now. Yes. I can still rap those raps, those bone talks, those bone talks rap about wine, about weed, and drugs, and women. I can still rap those raps. Early 2000s. So I'm smiling, can relate. Amen. So what do I do? I don't bring in new, new, new madness. Yes. But no, 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 make a mistake. We are still feeling on fresh madness. Amen. And the mind is the gap between spirit and body. If the mind is defeated, spirit, can, spirit is, is capacitated. So when you feed on bad content, the spirit is just powerless over you. Alright? So, 
yield your, your, your members by first renewing your mind. I said two weeks ago that the things you do are not things you think, they are things your emotions. What you really do when you face temptation is not what you think, it's what you have pre-processed, what you have put in your emotions. When, 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 you're that, when you're in that tight spot, thinking has gone on vacation, it's not emotions. Do you understand? It's why when it comes to the issue of sexuality, this is where, this is where the power is, this is where it's most expressed. Because this, this is the height of emotions. That if, if you have fed yourself over time with those things, when you get, when you get to those, those situations, you are finished. Seriously. You, you can form and form, form brand new. But the truth is that when you're in those situations, okay, the person is finished. That's why you must consciously renew your mind by what? Setting your mind on things above. Hallelujah. I, tell, I say it every time, I'm married. I can have sex. Amen? But I still avoid bad content. I still avoid, can I ask my wife, she'll tell you the truth. I avoid sexual content till now. What about single people? No one to put the fire on. Well, if you spend all your time watching nonsense, how, you are in trouble with that. You get, you, how will you cope with those thoughts? And you are now watching me, I'm keeping quiet. Hallelujah. All right? So sin has no hold over you. So now, don't give sin the power over you. Don't give sin power over you by deliberately renewing your mind. Watch what goes into your mind. Same way also fear. Don't give fear hold over you by feeling on fearful things. Renew your mind with God's word. Put your eyes on things above. Hallelujah. All right? This new life life of dominion over everything by what? The spirit within. Christ from the dead shows that with God all things are possible. Hallelujah. That a man would come up from the dead and live forever. God was again showing the world that with God and with the man in Christ all things are possible. This new life is a life of dominion. A life of running things. Things don't run you. We run things, things don't run we. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a life of dominion. A life of control. Christ went and started walking on water just to show us that, see, I have dominion over all things. That in your life you can walk on water. Water of those big projects. Those big dreams. That no man, no man, that nobody dares around you. You, man in Christ, you walk on that water. You walk on it. If God says, come, ah, we are going to go. We are going to go. He says, do this, we are going to do it. Hallelujah. Now, if I just hear a word from Christ, I don't care how big it is, we are going to do it. Because, wow. And what, why? I live a life of dominion. Again, set your mind on things above. On things above. Reckon yourself as one in Christ. So see your dreams with the eyes of Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right? A life of dominion. Ephesians 1, 15 21. Ephesians 1, 15 21. Ephesians 1, 15 21. My favorite verse of the scripture. Uh-huh. You come here like every other week. Are we there? Are we there? Want to go. Therefore, I also, after I've what? 
end of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. Okay? Do not seek to give thanks for you. Yeah, of you, my prayers. 17. Now, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit some revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of your calling. That the words, yeah, in the saints. Verse 19. Are we together? Have you guys 18? Okay, verse 19 together. Greatness of his power towards us who believe. Come to the working of his mighty power. 20. Which he walked in Christ. Yeah. Seated him at his right hand in the heaven. 21. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and everything that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Go back to verse 19. Back to verse 19. Back to verse 19. So Paul is praying from 15, saying, since you got saved, I heard you got saved, I began praying for you this prayer. He says, number one, I first give thanks for you. Why? I'm thanking God that you are now saved. You are now man in Christ. You are now joint heirs with Christ. I'm thanking God that these things we talk about now, these, these new Christian realities are now yours. So even though it might, it might not look like it yet, I know your reality. You are man in Christ. Christ. So I'm thankful for you. Even in your seeming, your seeming struggles, I know there's hope for you. Why? You're man in Christ. So Paul said, I always, first and first, give thanks for you. Hallelujah. That the man in Christ is thanksgiving worthy. The man in Christ is thanksgiving worthy. Even if he looks right now down and low and defeated, ah, this guy is man in Christ. There's hope for this man. He can rise. That if I can show him who he is in Christ, if I can pray for him to know the things is in Christ. This guy can rise. So he's saying that once a man gets saved, the next, first prayer is, I thank God he's saved. Second prayer, I'm praying for you that your eyes will be open to see the things yours in Christ. As you can see, you become it. If I can show you clearly the things yours in Christ, that nothing can keep you down anymore. Hallelujah. If I can show you who you are, in Christ, fear is done for. Sickness defeated. Lack buried. If I can show you the things yours in Christ, you will have a future. Yes, so Paul said, I'm praying for you that you will see these things. Because if you see it, you will become it. I'm just praying, sir, that you see it. Hallelujah. So it's a prayer for the saved man. First, Father, I thank because I'm saved. Secondly, Father, my eyes see these things. My eyes, ah, as I put my eyes above on things above, I see clearly things mine in Christ. Hallelujah. Saying, I'm praying for you also that you will know the greatness of this power available in you. That this power, look at this, is the same power that God wrought in Christ in the church from the dead. That that same power took Christ up from the dead is the exact power now at work in the believer. Agbara Ajindi, Yoruba people, amen. Yes. If you do a program, target three days crusade, Agbara Ajindi, nothing, Agbara Olorunpo, Agbara Olorunpo, hola now, so. Ah, my wife's at the CAC, background. Hallelujah. You know what? See, God parted the Red Sea. That was not that was the biggest show of power. Jericho what wasn't the biggest show of power. God's biggest show of power was resurrection from the dead. 
The Bible says that the power that God rots in Christ. As in, when God, when the Bible says God rots power, that God deliberately showed off power. <laughs> Let's see who can stand. Amen. He didn't have to. Just to do an overkill of the problem. Like using, using armor to kill, to kill ants, uh, sledgehammer to kill ants. He didn't need to, but to, it's for, for you. Amen. Because that power was now going to be the power of the man in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So in you, is it, is it say, I'm praying for you to have power. No, no. They should know the Agbara. Hallelujah. Because the power is not a feeling or a thing. It's a person, the Holy Ghost. So the man that is saved received God's power, the Holy Ghost. So he said, I'm praying that you will know the power at work in you. You want to know how big that power is? Look at the presence from the dead. That the devil and all, all, his, all his courts, they called the meeting together. He said, they will rise. He said, he said he will rise. You get my point here? He said, they did meeting. All the devils in the world, they, come, they came together in one place. This guy said, he will rise. He must not rise, though. To rise, we are finished. This guy that rose the dead, healed the sick, walked on water. He said, ah, he will rise. This guy, as he's dead, let him just stay there dead. No more problem. Amen. Amen. It was alive. Anyway, he went to us. Chase more up and down. Anyway, anyway, he see us. He's dead now. Let's, he must not come out. And he said he will come out. So I'm sure on that third day, ha, oh my God, he must not come out of here today. What happened? He shook them all off. Hallelujah. So it was God's show of power to show you man in Christ that no devil can hold you bound. Yeah. Village people, how many are they? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I repent. <laughs> Hallelujah. That nothing can hold down the man in Christ. Nothing can hold you down. Nothing. This new life is a life of power. A life of dominion, of possibilities. So that with the man in Christ that knows what he is, what he has in Christ, all things are possible. The dead will be raised, the sick healed, dreams will come true. Why? There's power at work in me. Yeah. Yeah. So if I ever have a need, I'll place a demand on the power at work in me. If I'm ever in a fix, I'll place a demand on the power at work in me. Tolu, we're going to get this done. It will happen. Yeah. We're going to do it. The power at work in me. I'll put that, 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 that need on my mind. I'll speak it out. This bill will be paid. This mountain will be moved. This problem solved. This body yield, I will give the power direction with words of my mouth. If I ever have a need, I will place a demand on the power at work in me. Hallelujah. Again, these things work by putting your mind on things above. When problems come, your reaction is where your mind was before the problem came. Again, when problems come, you react with our emotions based on what we have agreed on before the problem came. It's why you must keep feeding before problem comes. Otherwise, it's mogbeo. Hallelujah. Your reaction is what has gone into you before problem came. Otherwise, call a friend, though, because it might be too late. 
I get my point here? You must consistently feed your mind on things above. So when you have issues, you, you rationalize from inside of you. I, I can't die now. I can't die now. I can't die now. See, they did not kill Christ too. He gave, he gave up his life. They did not kidnap him and cut his head. To show them something, he said, I am here and he fell down. Just let everybody know that. Hey, Mumio, I allowed you new. Just said, I am E. Everybody scattered. No, Peter did. Peter didn't cut last. So, because one is he's a kind of man. Everything is gone. Violence. I just said, I am E. So, I imagine if I'm ever in a fix, I'll place a demand on the power at work in me. Then, when I roar, everybody and their ogre, we have to jackpa. How does it happen? I must set my mind on things above. My gaze on who I am in Christ. I must see Jesus and see to Luayeni. I can't say, ah, Jesus, senior man. Yes, he is. But I am in him. Do you understand? If I said it again, just to make it clear, John 14, 12, the works that I do, you will do also greater works. That guy, you will do it also. You will do it and do greater works. Again, that what I did, you in me will do the same thing. It's in my name, meaning in my place, in my stead, in me, they will cast out devils. We don't beg devils. Now sweating about devils. One day, one hour, out. <sighs> Bring water. Out. Out. The guy is not having more energy than you. Is he doing a, ah, go to swim with your pastor? Well, we don't beg devils. Nah. We don't beg fear too. We don't beg lack. Hallelujah. We don't beg failure. We have people of authority. Kings don't beg. Amen. Even people not that we elected, they don't beg. Even not that we elected, they don't beg. Amen. Hallelujah. You have authority. Again, it's not about how you feel. You don't need to call pastor. You don't need to call me. You don't need to. It's authority. We all have the same authority. The same. What you do? Use it. Dispense it. Don't be afraid. Give orders. Give decrees. You come at night and you had a very bad dream. And you dream, so, dream felt so real. Even wake up and I saw your body. Ah, Max. How did you reach here? How did I get so stupid that they beat my dream? Ah, okay, now I want to sleep back. I'm going to beat my own back. You now sleep that sleep and you go back, show them shaky. And I'm sorry. Don't call me, you. You don't need me for it. What you need is in you, the Holy Ghost. Woo! Yeah, dispense. Dispense. When doubts hold you down. When you are so stressed and so afraid, ah, like what a bad week. Is there hope for this project? Is there hope for this job? Am I in trouble? Remember, there's one in you, the greater one. The greater one. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The same power that took Christ up from the dead. That same power lives in you. Hallelujah. Let's go now, Faith. Let's go now, Faith. Is the Lord lift up your heads? 
The power is at work in you. The power of God is at work in you. The power of God is at work in you. Say, I have his power. I have his power. Because I have his spirit, I have his power. Hallelujah. Now, don't pray the Holy Ghost. What are you doing? You are turning on the power. You are turning on the power. You are steering up the power. Again, it's not about me, it's about the one that lives inside you. The one that lives inside you. So, you will steer that power so that you, you will know that the power is being steered. You do it for God to move you. You have His Spirit so you can move His Spirit. Let me help us. Let me help you. Hold your tummy. I'm filled with the Spirit of God. Say it after yourself. I'm filled with the Spirit. Keep saying it to yourself. And see what happens to you. Just keep going. See what happens to you. I'm filled with the Spirit. I want you to have an idea of the power inside of you to have just a taste of the power at work in you. Please, yeah, when you can break your leg, I beg in Jesus' name to remove your leg for your own safety. I'm full of the Spirit. I'm full of the Spirit. I'm full of the Spirit. Ha ha ha. 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 Ha You yourself, you will know that something is happening to you. And if you, are, if you are sick in your body, dispense that power in that direction. If you are sick in your body, dispense that power in that direction. As the power grows on you, give a command to that sickness. As the power grows on you, give a command to that sickness. I'm full of the Spirit. Ha, release yourself this morning to get stirred up. When the spirit moves, 
There's something to see and there's something to hear. Lift up your heads, oh ye gates, and be lifted, and be lifted, you everlasting doors. Keep going. There's power at work in you. There's power at work in you. You are full of power. You are full of the Spirit. You are full of power. Keep drinking, guys. Get, get up. The new man cries in you. We drink we drink we drink till 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 we drink till
Hallelujah. This morning I want you to know there's power at work in you. There's power at work in you. There's power at work in you. Yes, I can do impartations, right? But I want you to know that there's power at work in you. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.